My name is Dr. Brian Thatcher, and I would like to welcome you to Pearls of Divine Mercy. I'm speaking on behalf of Eucharistic Apostles of the Divine Mercy, a lay outreach ministry of the Congregation of Marians of the Immaculate Conception based in Stockbridge, Massachusetts. Our mission is to form Divine Mercy prayer groups or cenacles where people learn the faith and then build up the local church through spiritual and corporal works of mercy and to promote the real presence of Jesus in the Eucharist and recitation of the Divine Mercy Chaplet during Eucharistic adoration for the intentions of the sick and dying. Our website is at www.thedivinemercy.org, thedivinemercy.org. For information on the ministry, please call us toll-free at 877-380-0727. All callers will receive a free prayer card with the Divine Mercy Chaplet on the back. Quotations of St. Faustina are taken from her diary, Divine Mercy in My Soul, copyright 2001, Marians of the Immaculate Conception. Today's topic will be on the life of St. Faustina Kowalska, Maria Faustina. Now, St. Faustina was the third child in a large family in Poland. Maria Faustina's mother and father did not have children for their first ten years of marriage, but their maternal grandmother prayed every day at Mass for her daughter, and assured her that the Lord would give her children. After ten years, the parents were blessed with a daughter. The birth was very difficult. After another year, another daughter was born, and the labor was even worse. When their mother was pregnant for the third time, she was quite worried to what was going to happen during labor. She prayed fervently, and Helena Kowalska was born with no complications on August 25, 1905. The name Helen, or Helena, is a name that comes from the gods of the sun, and the name has to do with light. Helena's baptism was registered in Russian because Poland was in part of Russia. It is interesting to note that just to the south of her birthplace was the birthplace of Maximilian Kolbe. One could say that they were born in the heart of Poland. Helena was born to very poor parents, as I mentioned. Her father received a little bit of land at his wedding, and on it he and his wife built a little stone house. In the morning he would work his fields, and in the afternoon he would go around the countryside fixing houses and doing carpenter's work. We are told that his wife would make his lunch and bring it to him wherever he was working. It did not matter if it was snowing or raining, and on the way back she would pick up sticks for the fireplace and stove. She made sure that everything was done around the house. She was not an educated woman, but was very pious and constant in instructing the children in the faith. As the children grew, she taught them a proper fear of the Lord. The father was very strict with the children, and we are told of a story where one of the sons broke off a limb from a neighbor's tree, and for it he got a spanking he never forgot. One day when St. Faustina was in church for Vespers before the exposed Blessed Sacrament, she felt called to the religious type of life, and from that moment on she made a little cell for Jesus in her heart to keep him company. Her constant desire was to go to church to be with our Lord in the Blessed Sacrament. We're told that when she was a child, her family was so poor that there were only one or two dresses in the family. Her older sisters had the priority to go to church, so the one who had the dress went to church while the others had to stay home and help around the house. At one point in her story we read, which came from things that the family said, that one day the father found the kids very reluctant to help out with the farm work. The father said that the one who got up early enough to let the cows out to pasture would be permitted to go to church. 
So Helena got up very early in the morning and opened the window ahead of time so as not to make any noise at night. There were two rooms and a hallway in the house, and they were all living there. St. Faustina got up during the night, going out through the windows without waking anybody up, and went out to the barn. She tied two or three of the cows together, and the others followed, and took them out to pasture. She took them not just out in the fields, but had to take them between the wheat and rye fields. Her father awakened that morning and found everyone asleep. Thinking no one got up to take care of the cows, he went out to the barn to feed them. He saw the barn door open and the cows gone, and he wondered who could have left the door open. He thought perhaps the cows were stolen, and he became angry and ready to do battle. He went out to the gate to see if he could see any of the cows. He told this story years later so well that everyone remembered it, and the children related it later on. As he continued to look for the cows, he saw Helena singing out in the field. He was infuriated and thought she had left the gate open and ruined all the fields. I'm going to get that kid. She is going to destroy all these fields of rye and wheat. He was taking his belt off and getting ready for her punishment, when to his astonishment he saw the cows walking just on the path, one behind another in the field, without a blade being disturbed. He was so stunned by what he saw, thinking, How can this kid keep the cows on the path like this? Her family told the story, and after she made her first Holy Communion, she was the most obedient of all the children. Her parents loved her very much, and they knew that they could count on her. When the rest of the children got into trouble, they would get severely punished. We are told that occasionally Faustina would shield them and take their punishment. But when the kids were being picked on, they would complain, and she would tell them, If you were obedient, Dad would not pick on you. Somehow, all the children were very different and had their own form of disobedience. In fact, the people who knew the family said that they did not know how a saint could come from that family. You can see that in some ways Helena was a chosen child, even from birth. And because of the direction her parents gave her, she made the right choices at the right time. Teresa Little Flowers said that at the age of three, she gave her whole life to God and that she knew what she was doing. This, in some ways, is like answering an early altar call that Jesus gave her and that Christ was her Savior. When talking about Helena's First Holy Communion, when people were coming back from church and the girls were showing off their communion dresses and the gifts they got, Helena was going home all alone and not in the company of anybody. The people asked her, Why are you going home all alone? She said, I am not. I have Jesus with me. She was all excited and talking with Jesus all the way home. She did not want to go home with the other girls. Someone asked one of the girls why they were so happy on their first communion day. And she answered, because I got a beautiful dress. They asked Helen, why are you so happy? And she said, because I have Jesus in my heart. You can see the evidence was there even at this early age. If we learn about and follow the life of St. Faustina, we come to a deeper understanding of sacred scripture. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Matthew 5, 7. Thank you for joining me, Dr. Brian Thatcher, for Pearls of Divine Mercy. If you would like to know more about our efforts to form Divine Mercy prayer groups or cenacles and to promote recitation of the Divine Mercy chaplet during Eucharistic adoration for the sick and the dying, please call our ministry toll-free at one 877 
380-0727 or look at our website at www.thedivinemercy.org thedivinemercy.org All callers will receive a free prayer card with the Divine Mercy Chaplet printed on the back.